Hello and welcome everyone once again. It's time to talk sports with you and us. Tonight, uh, November the 7th, 2023. My name is Jason. That's Polly. How's it going, guys? And that's Ben. How's it going, everybody? And this is Walnut Sports Network Weekly Podcast. Talking sports with you. We've got all sorts of stuff. We've got some passings. We've got some champions. We've got some how do you do's and some see you later. So, Polly, take us away. What all happened? right. Uh, we had a we uh, took the week off last week, uh, so we apologize for that. But no, we don't. Uh, we need nah. rest just no, as we much don't. as anyone else yeah. does. That <laughs> was, was a mental health week for podcasts. It yes. <laughs> but you know, think anyway. about everyone's mental health. That's a you yeah. know for everybody. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, we had uh, the unfortunate. Uh, passing of Bob of Bob Knight last week. Uh, to me, one of the more controversial sports figures we've seen. Uh, very polarizing. Fantastic coach. Brilliant basketball mind. But his anger did get the best of him. Unfortunately, uh. Ben, start with you. What is what's your quick thought you had about the career and passing of the legend Bob Knight? Well, I mean, to me, it's kind of like you said, the Doctor Dr. Jekyll and Mister Hyde. You know, what what Bobby Knight are you gonna get here? Um, I think of him, you know, as last undefeated coach, you know, in NCAA basketball men's the 1976-32. No, I think they won. So yeah, that's obviously huge and. In 75, he almost wanted to defeat it again. So, yeah, he's just a great basketball mind and, you know, a great players that went through Indiana as well um, that he coached over years. But, yeah, just very much up and down, um, uh, you know, mentally, Bobby would just uh, lose his mind sometimes. It could be on the court. It could be off the court. It could be whatever. So, yeah, by the end, it was kind of weird him going to Texas Tech for a while, for six years, and then, like, you know, finally coming back to Indiana a couple of years ago and, um, you know, kind of finally letting that all be pushed aside and um, be honored there. And, yeah, and then not just – and then having his bad health the last few years of his life. So, yeah, it was just a very up and down just kind of like his personality, um, Bobby Knight's life and career and whatnot. But I mean, again, most wins in uh, basketball history, um, which is pretty impressive. And he, uh, you know, branched out to have a lot of other coaches underneath him too, like Coach K and others that um, became really amazing coaches, some of the best. So yeah, uh, basketball world will we'll miss the Bobby Knight, that the basketball Bobby Knight for sure. So. R.I.P. What do you think, Jason, about Bobby Knight? What do I think about Bobby Knight? <sighs> probably the very general thing, question, right? Like <laughs> probably the same thing most people think about Bobby Knight. Like he's kind of a horse's ass, but that's who he was. Like it wasn't like he was a. 
it wasn't like he was a dick to be a dick. Like everything, all those mean things he would say, and all those like just <laughs> those flying off the handle things. Like he always had a reason. It wasn't he wasn't like a. I was about to say he wasn't like a spiteful guy, but he was. That's not what I'm trying to say. Like he he wasn't he wasn't unpredictable. Like it wasn't like oh you never know when he's gonna fly off the head. No, you know when he's gonna fly off the handle. You make a bad call or you do something dumb. Yeah, he's gonna lose his shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like mm -hmm. he, he, but that's just how he was. So it he was just that genuine. He kept it. He kept it too real. He just kept it too real. And you know the media loved and hated him for it. They loved him because. You know, it was always a story when he was around, but they also hated him because, like, he was always... <laughs> you had to ask the questions. Yeah, he was, uh, you had to ask the questions, <laughs> and he'd just chew you a new one right there mm -hmm. on national mm -hmm. tele television. Yeah. <sighs> great, co I mean, great coach, obviously. Like, the man, just the numbers alone, and even, like, later on where he didn't quite get the success he always had... It it made you wonder like it's just a he he never was able to adapt to the game changing and you could see that just the way his career slowly the slow decline like but that was fundamental basketball you know it just the game changed and evolved and he wasn't mm -hmm. able to quite keep up. But, you know, R.I.P. Bob Knight, he never changed. He never changed. That's true. Yep. No, that is absolutely correct. And I really don't have too much else to add. I mean, everyone everyone remembers the undefeated season, just like everyone remembers the chair throw. And that's what you got with Bobby Knight. <laughs> choking so. kids is a lot of things people remember, honestly. That's it's not the, the first it's not the 32 and 0. It's not the 32 and 0. That's, that's like sixth or seventh on the list. Yeah. 32 and 0. Every time <laughs> that's I a lot hear of Bob Knight, I just picture him choking that kid. I'm like, Jesus mm -hmm. Christ. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, rest in peace to the legend. Uh, again, controversial figure, but that's who he was. So, mm -hmm. um, we also have to say in. Wisconsin, we have to say goodbye, unfortunately, to Craig Council. He's uh, taken the road down to uh, down I-94 and <laughs> signing with the Cubs. Dude, he just doubled his salary. Don't you dare hate Craig Council for that. I am Don't not you dare. hating I'm not hating on him. Hate the Cubs. I understand. <laughs> well, and the crazy part was the uh, the Brewers offered him the biggest contract of all time, and the Cubs were just like, "Oh, you're gonna do that? We're gonna spend eight million dollars a year." <laughs> yeah, but the way they I'm did not... it was horrible. Like, hey, we're gonna get a new coach. Oh yeah, David Ross, you're out. That's literally how they did it. It was not the other way around. They did not say, "Hey, David Ross, you're gone." Craig Council's coming in. It was Craig Council's coming in. By the way, you're gone. <laughs> Classic. Yeah, kind of a dirty way to do him. Well, over, it's but... the Cubs way. 
Yeah. Good luck, Greg. Good luck, Greg. We'll never forget you. Uh, did I mean the the crazy stat I saw the other day was uh, of the nine playoff appearances in Brewers history, Craig Council was, was behind five of them. So mm-hmm. that the absolute best sustained run the Brewers have ever had, and hopefully they can bring someone in to keep it going. I don't. I mean. Craig Council will be missed in Milwaukee. That is for sure. Yeah, he will be. But and I, I, th- I, th- I think the emotion is just raw right now. I mean, it's just, uh, it's a lot of finger pointing everywhere in that organization. I think it has a lot to do with Mark Antanasio as well, but not just Craig. It's a little bit of both, I think. Um, so yeah, I mean, baseball doesn't start till April or whatever, so. I'll, I'll I'll be like in March. I'll be like watching a spring training game. Like, oh yeah, Craig Council's gone. You know, by then I'll yeah. be like, whatever. Who gives a <laughs> shit? It's the Brewers. Let's play some baseball. Good luck with the scrubs. You know, <laughs> that's all I can say. So, hey, I so I heard something. Uh, it was on the local radio. I wish I could remember which show it was. I think it was maybe Bill and Rookie this morning. I can't remember. But they had a guy on, and he was saying that the reputable, there were reputable, oh, it was during uh, Leo and Bulky. Uh, they're saying a reputable source said uh, that the Brewers had offered, like you said, what was it, $5.5 million a year or something like that? Yeah. And uh, But it was just like a formality. Like, they didn't actually think, think he was going to sign it. And, and they knew he wasn't going to sign it, but they just offered it to be like, look, we did, you know, we tried, right? You know, but there was no mm-hmm. actual desire to re-sign him. What do you guys think about that? Do you think maybe the Brewers didn't actually want him back? Well, I mean, I heard in September that Craig Council already told them that he wanted to shop around for a new job. So... I mean, that's going into the playoffs. You're telling the organization, hey, <laughs> I'm going to go out and I'm going to go search. I'm going to see what I can do and go out there. You know, So I didn't I did not know that until I read a couple reports today as well um, that that happened, which, again, it's, if he wants to explore options, whatever, explore options. I get that. But it's just a weird time to tell an organization that, you know, so I don't know if the Maybe. Brewers felt after that, like, hey, we're not going to get him because, hey, we're we have the best league. We have the best, you know, record in our in the NL Central at the time, you know, and uh, you know you're going. You've been a great manager for how long? You know the playoffs are coming. Why don't we talk about this after we see what happens there and then move on? You know, so I don't know. I don't know if they rubbed the Brewers the wrong way. It's just it's this was a weird thing that he went on all this like this little tour of hey, I'm going to go to all these little all these different baseballs, you know teams and, and interview them and then all of a sudden just out of the blue boom takes a huge deal from the Cubs it was just so random like I honestly thought he was going to retire or stay a brewer I, that was the only two options I honestly think was going to happen so I thought he was going to go to the Mets like that's all signs seem to indicate that and then they got their guy it was like oh well well now what 
<laughs> and then boom, Cubs come in, kick the door. I wouldn't in. want to go to the Mets though. That's we the problem. Got you. Right? Yeah, right. Like who wants to go there? <laughs> we'll get all the talent, and then we'll we'll go under five hundred, and we'll sell off right before the trade deadline. Yeah, I mean it'll be great. Yeah. It'll be fun. You'll get you'll get paid more than any manager ever to never make the playoffs ever again. Yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful. Oh, all right. It is what Let's... it is. Let's move on because we have uh, another baseball. Uh, this it's uh, congratulations this time to the Texas Rangers. Their first World Series win as a franchise. They got oh so close in 2010 and 2011. I believe they were down to twice. They were down to one strike away from winning it, and St. Louis came back. Was that the whole Josh Hamilton era? Uh, history. I think Hamilton might have been on the Angels by that point. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm I think he might have been too. Because what, what? Or he might have been on a baseball because there was a stint there. He was on a baseball oh, yeah. too oh, yeah. for rehab well, and he, whatnot. So he he was he was back for good after the his home run derby, right? Because what year was that? Two thousand eight. I want to say something like that. Yeah. So he yeah, might have still been around there. Rangers. He was, he led the team batting average. Okay. There he, is. he had 32 home runs. Vlad Guerrero had 115 RBI. This according to Wiki, Wikipedia. Yeah. But yeah, that was actually yeah. the year Josh Hamilton won the AL MVP. Oh, okay. That makes sense. That makes <laughs> I'm sense. like, yeah, it had to be because you were like, after I'm like, who did they have then? Like, I don't know who would have brought them to the World Series. Like, yeah. Or, well, I honestly know. forgot about Josh Hamilton until you just brought him up. So that's, <laughs> that's, that's how much of a memory I have of him. <laughs> you know, like, I was like, oh, yeah. Like, but again, that's how close it is. You're that close to winning it all and you lose it. And then me, just a casual, you know, big Brewers fan, but casual everything else baseball fan is more like, I don't remember that because you didn't win. You know, like, exactly. I don't, not so weird. Just like that, so yeah, they actually had six all stars on that team. They had Vlad Guerrero, Josh Hamilton, Ian Kinsler, Nathalie Felice on his uh, rookie mm-hmm. of the year, uh, Elvis Andrews, and Cliff Lee. Wow, yeah, that team was Cliff yeah, Lee, I yeah, remember that stack. <laughs> pitching, Jesus, yeah. who isn't pitching on that team? <laughs> they CJ better be in the World Series, yeah. CJ Wilson pitched, yeah. So, yeah, first ever, though. That's amazing. Good for them. There's only, I think, six yep. teams left now that have not won it. So, they're off uh, that list, finally. Corey Seager wins MVP, the second player ever to win MVP in both leagues. Can you guys name the other one? The, the first, um, the only other person to win M- MVP in both leagues? Yeah. yeah. Um, is it it's not Babe Ruth, is it? Nope. Can you oh, no, us... he was in the elbow. It was a uh... yeah. What are we? What era? Am I going recently or am I going before uh, I'm born? Seventies Yankees. 70s I might give it away, but Yankees Reggie. Yep. Reggie Jackson. Who did he play for in the National League again? I'm drawing a blank. I remember he played for the Yankees and he played for the Angels. Did he play for the? Yep. 
Yeah, but like, but a lot of these back in the day, these leagues were all screwed up. I mean, the Brewers were in the American League since I was born, and all of a sudden they're internationally. You know, so things, anything's changed. But so Reggie, yeah, I don't remember what, what other team was Reggie on. So he played yeah, for I the don't... Athletics, the Orioles, the Yankees, the Angels. Oh, the... he never won an NL MVP. Or maybe know. maybe it was for two different teams. I thought it was both leagues. He only won the might... MVP once in 1973 for the Athletics. Okay. Maybe I heard that stat completely wrong, but I swear. No, I know there is there is a stat out there that has something to do with you know, his fourth player to win it twice. Oh, it was Frank Robinson. Yeah, Frank oh, Robinson. Okay. Sure. Not okay. Reggie Jackson. It was Frank okay. Robinson. No, Reggie's right. He was going at fourth player to win multiple World Series MVP awards. So oh. Sandy Koufax, Bob Gibson, Reggie Jackson, and Corey Seager now. So okay. there's four. So that's what you're probably thinking that's of. World yeah, Series that's, that's got to be it. Yeah, World Series MVP. Yes. Yeah. Frank Robinson, a player I've never heard of. Has the only guy to win the award in both the American and National Leagues. And what year was that? I, I, uh, uh, six? Uh, well, it doesn't say. It doesn't say here. He was so good, he won the same year. He played the NL in the first part, the AL in the second part, and they're like, first going to give it to you for both. <laughs> Boom. And they retired. Why play again? I mean, oh, he was well from way point. back. Not like way, way back, but uh, yeah, he won the NL MVP in '61 for the the Reds, and then he won the '66 oh, yeah. AL MVP for the Orioles. Gotcha. Oh man, this guy's holy cow! He won a gold. He won a triple crown in '66. When we won the World Series with the Orioles that year. Oh, yeah. Uh, gold Glove, AL Batting Champion. Yeah, he's no slouch. Holy crap. I never even heard of this guy. Oh, I have. I just don't remember anything. I don't remember his stats because, yeah, it's the early 60s. I don't remember that because yeah, I, I was negative 19 years old or whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, he was an all-star 14 times. He had that one really big year in '66, and then, uh, like, he otherwise had a very good career. But it was really that one year he went absolutely nuts, you know, ham. Just, just yeah. very consistent, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So, all right, yeah. Uh, congratulations to the Rangers, and. Uh, we will unfortunately be putting baseball to bed for a few months. Uh, spring training is a few months away yet. Unfortunately, I have to get through winter first. So we'll have lots and lots of football yet for you. But And basketball. Uh, and basketball, obviously. Um, yeah, speaking of basketball, uh, we, we've given our thoughts on... James Harden enough on here just 
your Jason, your overall thought about the trade to the Clippers and what it means for the season or anywhere you want to go with that. That's I enough, Jason. Just stop right there. Right? Just a, just a sigh. What is <laughs> you don't have to say anything past it. Just, ah, was perfect. <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. I remember we talked about this. And it gets I said, his way. I believe the, water, the way I said it was, I think he's going to go to the Clippers because I think that's the dumbest thing he could do. <laughs> and then it happened, and I'm like, no way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, really? Now they've got like four old dudes and Every no bench. Washed up superstar, nobody behind it. Like Ty Lue is their deepest person after those four. Right. Ty Lue should be <laughs> the fifth. Yeah. Oh my god. What a what a shit show. Seriously. It, it's mm-hmm. it's dude, this is vintage clip show, man. This is vintage all in. Clippers. They think they're all. They think they they're all in. They always do this. They think they're all in, but they're ten years late. Yeah, they just they always do this. They, yeah. they, uh, whatever. Well, man. and the, the the crazy thing is, you know, Bomber's paying everyone. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. That, that, that's going to be a $600 million roster with tax what? fees. To be eighth in the, in the West, possibly? Right? I mean, not make the play, not get through the play-in. And, uh, you know, just... <laughs> well, and that's, and that's if James Harden still wants to play for the Clippers by that time. Yeah, right. He by might... Christmas, he could be like, you know, this is a bad idea. I want out again. Yep. Send me back to Philly. Yeah. Daryl Morey. For Daryl Morey, the liar. Yeah. I want to go back to the liar. Yeah. Jesus what do you call himself? I'm the, the solution. Is that what I just heard him say, or no, something he, like that? He is the the system. This is sorry, the system. Yeah, okay, the system. the system needs to go back to the process. <laughs> oh God, that would be a, just a, a pass. I mean, four teams in four years. Like, get over yourself, James. Just play the damn basketball game and be done. Like, you this know, is ridiculous. Maybe he just wants to go play ball with his homies. You know, like maybe that's it. Maybe he. <laughs> and just every year he just like, changes. He's like, I want these homies this year. Yeah. Like, wait, what? Play. He's like, I love mm-hmm. these guys. I love Paul George. I love Kawhi. We played together on the Olympic team or whatever the hell. You know. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'd love to go do that. Westbrook. Playoffs. I don't know. Maybe. I'm not even going to play 60 games this year. Yeah. I just want to play basketball and get paid and hang out with Paul George. Yeah. Like, you know what? And honestly. Just for this year, though. If that was it, if that's what it was and he was just, like, upfront about it, I'd be all right with that. Whatever. I don't yeah, think any team would want him, you know, but why would any team really want him right now? Like, just, why even give up anything to get him? Like... Just make just make the Sixers sit on him until they until they have to well go bargain yeah. basement and then be like okay here's a second round pick for him. They found the perfect owner to get him though. That's what it was. Yeah, fair. That's what it was. They found exactly the right place to send him. Yeah. And that again <laughs> and again they have his his buddies are there, so it makes sense. I just oh my god now I'm just picturing the Sixers front office like going like well. Here's this Harden situation. Who are we going to trade him to? Nobody wants him. Nobody wants. Wait, let's go down the list. Let's go down the list. Oh, dude. Club show. 
dude, we could trade him to the Clippers. I bet we could trade him to the Clippers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Get we totally go for it. Yeah, we'd probably get some players too. Mm-hmm. Want to pick? Oh my God. Oh my God. And they're just like, yeah, he'll fall for it. Yeah. Hey, Steve. <laughs> what you doing, buddy? And Steve's like, oh my God, my God, I'm so happy. I'm so, life's so great. Oh my God, what are you doing? What are you doing? And he's like, I got James Harden coming over you. Oh, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? What do you want for him? What do you want for him? Huh? Money's no object. Just name Let your price. Me. Mm-hmm. Sold. <laughs> for what? Whatever. I already said sold. Just Here's a blank check. Just take whatever you need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was it. Oh. You guys, you guys realize that they, when this goes south, they don't have a first round draft pick till 2030. Yeah. I mean, in my mind, Polly, the Clippers really never have had a first round draft pick ever. So <laughs> you can't look at their whole history. What have they really ever done? Like they, they had Blake Griffin's uh, blown out knee. They yeah. had that. Oh. They had him jumping over a Kia. I mean, that's about as famous as they ever got. Blake Griffin's over <laughs> Kia in the dunk contest. Dude, Blake so Griffin. So who cares? Blake Griffin had me believing, <laughs> man. Blake Griffin had me going, dude, did the Clippers with, with finally Chris Paul? do it? Did they finally do it? They finally yeah. got it right. Fucking Blake Griffin. And then yeah. the guy just no, no, never no, no, learned no. how to shoot the ball. And it's like, oh, he can dribble even. He can run it up the floor. He can... He can sort of pass, and he can yep. jump over like buildings. It's amazing. Yeah, look at you guys. Look at the. And now show. he shows up on every like you know top five and whatever east or west roster. It was somewhere in there at some point during the year. Like, oh my god, the Celtics have Blake Griffin right now. Like, of course they do because he's like, can I just get that ring and get the hell out of here? <laughs> oh man, he's just one of those guys who's who's gonna have played for over half the teams in the league by the time he retires. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, you're probably right. Yep. All right. Um, yeah, I... Whatever. Harden, go do your thing. I don't really yeah. care. Yeah. Go hide in LA, the other LA. You know, <laughs> Go hide in the other LA. It's perfect <laughs> for you. Well, it's like, well, I just don't get it. Like, how many wins did he think he added to the Sixers last year? You think they made the playoffs because they had him? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they made the playoffs because no. they have Joel Embiid, and he is an absolute demon. Like, <sighs> oh, Christ. And the Sixers had good pieces. Like, they got guys. Like, they have. Yeah, dudes. Maxi. Yep, they got dudes. Tobias Harris. Score double digits and grab. They got rid of PJ Tucker on that trade, though, which was again weird. Well, dude, that's uh, PJ Tucker. I think is now to the. He's on his. What do you call it? uh, Nine five or whatever you want to call it. No, with that um, the farewell tour that all the baseball players do when they at the end of their last announced season, like all the teams get him. He's getting close to like being on every team though too. I feel like every year he's on a new team for the last five or six years. Well, that's the kind of player he is. The NBA has always been full of dudes like that where it's like a one year guy. Yeah. He's late in his career. He doesn't put in generally a ton of minutes, but he put it puts in really good minutes. So Mm -hmm. like playoff, contending teams will pick up a guy like that to try to you know fill holes in the roster and stuff yeah guys like pj tucker like it's so weird you're like one year deal for eight million you're like what 
for PJ Tucker? It's like, no, that guy's guys like he's that worth the are, eighteen minutes he's on this court. Exactly, so. exactly. Mm-hmm. For for a contending team, a guy like that can. I argue that the addition of PJ Tucker is one of a couple of reasons the Bucks won that championship. Oh, for sure, one hundred percent. Hands down. If he wasn't there, there would have not been that like nope. extra like fight and grit and like just overall dominance. Like I don't know. Like you said, he's a dog. He brought the dog to Milwaukee. Yep. So. yep. All right. Uh enough we spent enough time on Harden, I think. Yeah, uh, more than he, more than he deserves. For the rest of the season, I think. Honestly, yeah. guys. Until he so, goes to another team, maybe we'll bring yeah. that up, but so take it a quick look at the standings. Uh, ben, start with you. Is there anything early on standing out to you, or is it just kind of? I mean, any any, any team uh, lower down or higher up that? You I mean, it's so it's, it's so early, yeah. and some of these teams are still getting chemistry. Like you know, the Bucks. Are, I mean, they're four and two, but they look like they they need another ten, fifteen games to really get. You know, Dame and everybody else involved, and Chris back in there full, more full time. So I don't see anything like really shocking overall because, again, it's early. I mean, like Miami three and four. Yeah, who cares? It's three, yeah. you know, there's three and four. Like, yeah. so it's hard to say right now. Um, I mean, Memphis without, you know, uh, Morant is, you know, one and six. That's a rough start right there. And I know, uh, Marcus Smart has come out and just be pissed, you know. <laughs> so, like, that situation's kind of getting uh, hot right away because 25 games is a long time now, if you think about that in the NBA. Yes. They're starting one and six. So, uh, I mean, we'll see. I, I just, uh, again, I, in 10 more games, I think we're going to really see <clears throat> if anyone's going to be emerging. More surprise, like more surprises, or more just the standard. These are who the East is every year in the West. So, what about you, Jason? Well, I, same. I don't. <laughs> I full disclosure. I'm sure anybody who's listened to this show more than a few times knows I don't watch basketball till Christmas. <laughs> I'm only like eighty percent joking when i say that <laughs> yeah so this is the you, first you time might I've... fall into it you might fall into a game before christmas right. but it wasn't like you see i'm it not out. gonna turn it off but i'm not gonna <laughs> yeah. flip to the channel either because it just doesn't mean anything like look at dallas they're six and one. Oh, look at that dude i remember this happened last year too and they they didn't make the playoffs they were trying mm-hmm. to tank out of the playoffs for the last two games or whatever it was like this just doesn't mean anything this the kings are two and four they you think they're gonna stay the 13 seed no of course no not. you know way. that's just not happening so the rockets three and three oh boy let young teams you know, but dude calm down everybody needs to calm down mm. i just the nba I'm just okay. I'm going to just get this out of my system. The NBA season is too long. Everybody knows it. So, what it and it just boggles my mind that the whole problem is okay, the 82 game season. Well, it's too long. Well, too bad. 82 games, it is. Okay, well, we'll just have our players take games off so they play closer to 65, 70 games. Well, we'll fine you. Okay, well. 
great. We're going to do it mm-hmm. anyway. We'll just find ways around it. So what does the NBA do? You know what? Let's add a play-in tournament. Yep. It's like, wait, <laughs> no. That's more games. Money, money, wait. money. Oh, money. right. Oh, more games. Right. Sorry, sorry. Well, what if we do an in-season tournament? Yeah. What are you money, talking about, money. Adam Silver? Like, dude, mm-hmm. money, dude, they'll get the money. They, <sighs> more money, God. more money, more. Jason, it's always about money, yeah, so I, it doesn't matter. That's cool. That's cool. They could, if they could have a beginning the season teams... tournament, an in-season tournament, and then after the final season tournament, they would. But they can't because it would kill the players. Then give the so teams that... bigger bigger roster sizes let them give give them more but i don't want to see the game deteriorate either that's games the game's gonna deteriorate i think if you're gonna make a roster bigger and i'm gonna see more nights of like you know the five through ten starting or whatever you know like that already happens yeah i know i know they need to really figure out this whole sitting not sitting fine not fine you know, all the entertainers not performing in front of you and you came to see the entertainer, like, we're going to have to find him. You know, like, okay, I get it, but they can't play every day. And <laughs> it's just a risk. It's any any other sport you go to, it's the same thing. They might not be there. They mm-hmm. might play. It's just, that's how it is. It's no guarantee. It doesn't say on the ticket, Giannis will play tonight. And then you get there, like, well, my ticket said he is, and he's not. Like, no, it's just that how, it's not how it is, so... Well, I think the the real crux of the argument, like everybody wants to argue some, when I hear these things, I hear semantics. The real crux of the argument is how many games should a professional basketball player be expected to play over the course of a season? And if you take a full season plus playoffs, assume let's assume all the all they play all the rounds and they all go to seven games, that's what 28 games plus 82 it that's that's 110 basketball games so dwight howard let's just max everything out dwight howard was playing 40 plus minutes a game sometimes he'd play all 48 minutes you know you're talking how many minutes a year you're expecting these dudes to run up and down the court come on like it's proving time and time again that these guys can really only reliably and healthily play 60 to 70 games a season. Yeah. There are guys who play all 82 games and those guys are the exception, not the rule. That's why you have guys like Paul George and Kawhi Leonard who are exceptional talents, but they can't play a whole season because maybe human beings aren't designed to play 110 games of NBA level basketball on a couple of human knees. Like, well, come on, Jason. You're talking about those two players. They haven't played 110 games of basketball collectively in probably exactly four years point, together. Like, that's I'm exactly just saying they're not good point. enough to even get there, is what I'm saying, too. But, anyways, um, but no, I'm saying, yeah, I understand. There is way too many games. And again, you got to put on top of that, a lot of those superstars are going to play. Now in Olympics, are they going to play in FIBA? Are they going to yep. play, you know, um, or anything else that possibly might pop up? They they play for their country you know, or whatever, a new tournament. So there's also those as well. Maybe um, we should have like players playing like different rotation. We we mix mix up the rotations so players aren't required to be out on the court as long. Like there's got to be yeah. a way to work it to work it. 
And I just don't think the effort is being put into actually solving the real problem. They're all just trying to like, you're being a bitch, <laughs> play the games, you make millions of dollars. You're like, yes, that is a, like, I understand what you mean. They're getting paid a crazy amount of money, but they're also taking crazy, in most cases, I assume, crazy good control or crazy good care of their bodies as best as they can. And if they break down, hey, Kawhi Leonard's great, but the man can only play 64 games a year. Mm. Like if you, if you ask him to play more than 64 games, you're not going to get any more. <laughs> like you're going to, you're going to lose all the rest of the season. Like it's just, you need to rest the man. Like there. So what would you propose Jason? If you were Adam silver, what would you drop it down to right now? And I think that's it. So you got to remember, so this is regular season. Christmas day. I, Christmas day. Okay. Yeah, so would, you're knocking off like, 13, 20 14, games. 20, 15 to 20 games. I'd say a 64-game season is... But again, that perfect. would be 84 to 88, though, if they went the whole way. Yep. Okay. Yep. That's so 20 fine. off. That's gotcha. funny. That, that's fine. You know, like, yeah, if you make it the whole way, yeah, that's a long road, and it's supposed to be arduous, and it's supposed to be a feat if you do it. You know, so that's under like think about a super bowl you got to win nine you got to play 19 nfl football games that's crazy <laughs> with all the dudes running around on the field actually more than like, that now technically it's 20 right oh yeah, 20, right. yeah. they went up yeah. right yeah so you got to play 20 nfl games like that's supposed to be it's not supposed to be easy but you're also <laughs> you're not it's it's supposed to be reasonable too right it's supposed to be like tangible like it's just out of your grasp not like crazy I, I don't know i just think and maybe this part of it is because i think these seasons are too long like baseball basketball it's just maybe that's part of why i feel so strongly about this but i just something's gotta something's gotta give something's gotta give well, we know one thing is the seasons are never going to be shortened because, again, yeah, I know, money. I know. But, but then we, I, I, uh, sorry, I, I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll stop. No, I, I agree. I agree with you. I think I don't know what the solution is, but something's got to be done about it. And I think to uh, going back a little bit, you had mentioned uh, the season length. Uh, I think I mean sixty-five games. Um is the um, minimum for any of the league awards now. So the NBA gave their answer right mm-hmm. there. That's, is it yeah. going to be short? Absolutely not. But we'll give you guys up to 18 games off or whatever it is. Yeah. Oh, see? See? Okay. Why couldn't they just say that, Right. Like, why couldn't they just be like, look, we don't, we need our stars to play so we can keep making money and you guys can keep making money, obviously. But, you know, we'll give you, or even like, oh, pardon. <laughs> what, even, even just take the mask off it. Just be like, look, you can't rest your guys on these games. You can't do it on a Christmas. You can't do it. Just, 
just straight up give them rules for it. Quit this, like, dancing around. I would prefer a straight or up just fight anyway. Or just who cares? They don't just who cares? If they want to rest, fucking let them rest. Who, you know, like, God, that's like, who cares? That's who really how I feel about it. I'm cares? just trying to find something in the middle of that and the NBA trying to make all the money. Because I yeah. know that that's always going to be a factor. So any solution yeah. has to consider that. Like, I get it. Like, I, I wish they could just do whatever the hell they wanted. Because if I go to a game and Steph Curry's not playing, well, it's like, cool. Well, hopefully they're resting them for a playoff run, you know? Or you yeah. To, you know, it, or he's legitimately hurt. Yeah. It's like he's not going to play. Yep. You know, like it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, yeah, so uh, basketball early season, uh, we had a nice, nice debate there. We will definitely, (laughs) definitely be uh, talking more basketball with you as the season continues. Uh, I did want to mention that uh, college basketball kicked off last night. Um, Baylor is losing Auburn. Right now, uh, Baylor is a ranked team. I didn't see any. I mean, first game. I would hope a ranked team isn't going to lose their first game. Oh yeah, two upsets last night. Oh, were there? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, James Madison lost to Michigan. Won beat Michigan State. Oh, (laughs) already. I did not see that one. Yes, and then and then the women's LSU. They went down to Colorado by fourteen at home. And they're openers, so I was going to ask you guys, what is the bigger shock? LSU. And Paul, I feel like you should say it because, yeah, LSU, I would say too. But James Madison, though, going into Michigan State and beating them was kind of shocking, I yeah, thought too. But that, that's well, LSU just was in the fi- just was in the national championship, like six months ago well they they are mm-hmm. the national champion yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> yeah so yeah there's some big college upsets right away which is pretty pretty great to start off all right so, i did not see either of those thank you for updating me yeah for sure i will have to pay more attention to that i do a podcast yeah, i'm surprised they didn't catch that on the sports center or something i never watch sports center anymore you guys watch sports center I, mean, I do. I got uh, stuff in I, the background during work that, you know, like sports, then sometimes that's on. But yeah. I'll it's watch, just to get uh, info. I don't even put yeah. the, I don't even put the audio on anymore. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, never with sound. No, never. Or else my, you know, my, I'll go <laughs> I don't deaf. know what any of those people sound like. No, you don't want to. You'll, you'll want to. Yeah. That's, I assume that's if a I different podcast. It, they'll just be screaming. I, I don't Yes, know. they will be. <laughs> You'd be like, I didn't unmute it. <laughs> Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's terrible. <laughs> All right. All right. Should we? We should move big on. Show. Uh, Jason, do you want to get us started here on the big show? The Ed Walnut Sports Network NFL Week Nine review. And briefly, we'll do a week ten college. We and didn't week have, ten uh, preview. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, going down the list, uh, Georgia beat 
uh, a ranked Missouri team. Uh, so they finally get a ranked win. I believe that was their first of the season. What? Are I think that you, was that their... true. I never. I'm, I haven't really been watching know. that. I haven't paid attention. But... <laughs> I'm no pretty sure it is. That's the first team, the first ranked team Georgia has played all year. I'm That's looking crazy. it up right now. In the SEC. That's crazy. Uh Kentucky Kentucky was ranked at the time. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because then we're talking about that when we're saying was that was Ray Davis gonna Ray be the upset. And yes. then and then Ray Davis didn't show up like no. he did the week before. No, he sure didn't. But yeah, after so they do have old number nine, old miss, and th- number thirteen, Tennessee coming up their next two, so yeah, that's the true test they're coming up here. Yeah. But anyway, going down the list, Washington knocks off USC. Uh, USC yeah. is in a tailspin right now. Mm-mm-mm. They this cannot not a play good team. defense. It's not a good team. Oh. Yeah, I, I know you've harped on this for a yeah. few weeks, Jason. I, uh, yeah, I'll leave it alone. You're I'm right. starting to agree. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we've been, and then I, you know, we've all been talking about their defense has been terrible for like a year and a half now. So, yeah, and that has not changed. <laughs> no, it is not. Uh, Oregon boat races California. Yeah. Uh, to stay at eight and one, uh, they are ranked number six in the country. Uh, Texas stays at number seven with a win over Kansas State. Alabama, number eight, uh, beats number 14, LSU. The last bedlam for probably a while was a wild one, 27-24. Oklahoma State hands Oklahoma their second loss. Uh, Oklahoma State sitting at seven and two, also. So, and then Clemson takes down number fifteen Notre Dame, thirty-one to twenty-three. Colorado loses again. And anything else that I'm missing here, guys? I don't think so. Not really. I mean, everything's kind of falling into place. I feel like. Uh... The yeah. top six didn't change, you know, so. They Ohio are State. who they who we thought they were. Yeah, Ohio State, Georgia, <laughs> Michigan, asterisk maybe next to Michigan sooner or later, and then Florida State. So, yeah, yeah, we'll see. Like I said, the next couple of weeks are going to be big for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get to uh, week 11 right now. Uh, the – Two uh, Pac-12 teams are sitting at five and six, just outside. So, if something does happen, uh, both of them will be waiting to pounce. But right now, if if it stays on schedule, the four are pretty much locked in, unless something crazy happens, which could happen this week because Michigan plays. At Penn State. Mm-hmm. 
But who knows? By then, they might not even be bowl eligible anyway. So we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, who knows? I know probably nothing will be I don't, happen, but you know, I don't. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think it's gonna do anything. Yeah, no, this year but, probably nothing, yeah. but a, or nothing anyways, because that just how it usually happens anyways. I don't honestly think. I mean, I don't see why this is such a big deal. I don't get it. Like, oh, the rules say you can't have a guy at the game. Why not? I think it's Who habitual. Is what the big, that's the big deal, Jason, is that this doesn't end in Michigan. There's always shit going on. Uh-huh. It's just another thing. I think that's all I was saying is just like, you just got suspended, dude. This is people now you're get suspended not again. Jim Harbaugh and being like, fuck that guy. He's stealing signs. Well, everybody steals signs. Oh, yeah, but he is, and he sucks. So, like, yeah. look I mean, at I him. agree. Yes, you're right, Jason. All those, all that stuff you said is correct. But, um, yeah, I just think it's habitual. And I think, again, I think he wants to get out of college football and try NFL again. I have a feeling he wants a shot, you know? Like, I don't oh, know. Oh, here's a question. What's his, do you, do you what's think the he's best just landing spot to... for Jim Harbaugh? In the NFL? Yeah. I mean... Defensive coordinator for John Harbaugh. No, I'm thinking the Raiders oh. is where Harbaugh would go. Because Mark Davis would oh, love he would a Jim love Harbaugh. That. He'd love him. That yeah. attitude and that poise and that, you know, again, do you, do you really be, think he'd shave his head? I would put, I think that'd be a perfect landing spot for Jim Harbaugh if he went anywhere. I I agree that it's a great landing spot. My only hesitation is they just went through the headache of John Gruden. I know it's not. Well, yeah, yeah, but whoa, not whoa, Paul, have you ever, whatsoever. Have I'm you not ever, saying that. I'm not saying. That. Have you ever watched any of the Raiders' history? Because the Davises are the craziest people on earth, and they need crazy people with them. So again, Jim Harbaugh is perfect for them. Just it might only be a week that it's good, you know what I mean? Like they'll be like, "Oh, he's coming," there, and it'll just fail. But that is the Raiders' way. That's what the Davises do. They they bring in something. You're like, "Why the hell are you bringing in Joshua Daniels? Why the hell are you bringing in Jimmy Garoppolo?" Just that's just you know, that's like years. I'm saying about that before, but it's just like that'd be, that's what I'm saying. Jim Harbaugh, the perfect villain. You know, I don't give a fuck kind of guy. Going to the I don't give a fuck Raiders, mm-hmm. Las Vegas Raiders. You know, like I don't know. I think that'd be a perfect landing spot for him. I, I agree. but we'll see. I have I no agree. idea. I agree a hundred percent. Well, who's going to be their quarterback that, that, though? Because they need a coach. Vegas. Well, they'll trade. Up, they'll try to trade up and get one of the three that are coming out in the draft this year. You know, oh, dude, you know what they should do. Okay. No, you heard it right here on Walnut Sports Network first. <laughs> the Raiders are going to go get Harbaugh, and then they're going to sign Colin Kaepernick. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. For like a 10-year comeback anniversary? I mean, oh, I don't know, man. To be the coach on the sideline, maybe? I don't know. That's about it. Like, yeah. You heard it first. I was like, oh, boy. If this happens, here we go. We have it on record, so yeah, exactly. And if it doesn't happen, <laughs> we don't have to ever come back to this ever again. No, yeah. <laughs> like most things we all say, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't say that. Roll it, damn it. 
Anyways. <laughs> All right. Continuing down the list, we have a, a big one in the Pac-12. Utah goes to Washington for another big test for Washington. Mm-hmm. Good defense. Uh, yes. Uh, Tennessee. Tennessee and Missouri. Whoa. No, Tennessee is the best that was, combo ever. Yes. Tennessee. <laughs> I love it. Because it's basically the same thing in my mind. Tennessee, <laughs> like, it's just one big. They're, they're touching, so it's just one big plot of land. Tennessee. Oh, Tenizuri. my God. Now that's on the uh, tape yeah. forever as well. So that's even better. <laughs> like, we will remember that. The Tennessee game, yeah. we will call it. Uh, Old Miss travel. One. Old Miss travels to uh, Georgia. We had mentioned that one. That could be a test. Yes. Lane Kiffin's got the Old Miss playing pretty good. Yeah. For now. For now. <laughs> Lane Kiffin. He's kind of like Josh McDaniels and all yeah. those kind of <laughs> that same age um, coach. Mm. USC goes to Oregon. Uh, we'll see if Oregon p- can put up uh, 70 against that defense. I'm oh, getting that they, they will. Mm-hmm. And then uh, fun one in the ACC. Uh, Duke plays North Carolina. Duke oh, yeah. sitting at 6-3. and three. North Carolina 7-2. Uh, UNC, again, we yeah, usually UNC's winning that game, man. You don't oh, get I don't know, Jason. No, no, it's dude. Football after is they, still after UNC North Carolina thing. just lost to Virginia, crappy Virginia. I mean, that was a shocker. True, but they're two. They're two and seven, Jason. Virginia, two and seven. Eh, these things happen. It's just still look. It's and those a Blue Devils are going to go on there and. And UNC still has football. I, I just, All right, but what if Kyrie Irving is the quarterback of the Duke Blue Devils? <laughs> well, but then, he's uncle. He's Uncle Drew, so he can play. Oh, but he's uncle, uncle Drew, Drew has has eligibility. Oh. Uh, uh, like, so he can go back to basketball too. Okay, so what about so that? Like, I was like, if it was Kyrie Irving, he would just like go out halfway through the first quarter. But yeah, uh, Uncle. Well, Drew's he might be playing... suspended for the first quarter. Oh, God, so. yeah. <laughs> Uncle Drew's playing that whole game. Yes. Oh, if it's Uncle Drew, I'm going Duke all day. Well, then, well I guess you're going to have to watch at uh, 7 p.m. on Saturday to see if old Uncle Drew shows up. Oh, do I have to? Uh, I don't know. You do it. They're your team. I just didn't even cons- like, I didn't even know they had a football team. Like, they're just like literally yeah. like. I remember finding out Daniel like, Jones several years after the fact that Steve Spurrier was a Duke football coach at one point. I'm like, what? Yeah, before he went to like, Florida, he went wait, and he went to a bowl game. What? Mm-hmm. Wait, that's, that's how he went how to he Florida. Got the job? What? <laughs> like, I literally like my yeah. mind was blown. I'm like, Duke at one time had a successful football team. That mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense. Like I put them basically in my head, they were right on par with the UConn football team. Like it probably wasn't even Division Two in my head. Like I just, they're just not one of those schools. Like they have a, it's like Marquette. They have a 
football team yeah but it's (laughs) sure whatever dude (laughs) is it division four i don't know it might (laughs) it might be high school kids for all i know just it is (laughs) but then now like in the last 10 years really like duke football has really come on and Mm -hmm. i think this now that coach k is gone like i think and the money's all in football anyway. Except, well, yeah, a bit a flip, with the exception of schools like Duke, where really money was coming in from the basketball. But that's not yeah. going. That that goose is gone. He's flown. He's gone. He's what are the across the waters back to fucking Valinor. Like he's gone, man. Like so, now you got to go football. You got to go where the money's at. And I'm sure John Shire is going to be a hell of a coach and Duke's going to contend, you know, for years and they're going to keep that up, but it's not the same anymore. It's Duke football is where their money is going to come from. It's sad, but I just yeah. think that that's simply right. how, how it happens now. That's how just all the business is going that way. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. Once, uh, What's his name? Jim Beheim is gone from Syracuse. Oh, Syracuse mm-hmm. football. Look at that. Oh, wow. Look at them. The ghost of Don McNabb. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, I just, <laughs> that's just eventually. And then, you know, that's just how it's going to be until the next Coach K, the next Jim Beheim. Yep. All right, uh, we will move on yes, to please. the uh-huh. NFL now. <laughs> uh, thir- Thursday night, the Steelers get a 20-16 win. Uh, will Levis takes his first loss at- after looking really good in his first game. Uh Sunday in Germany, the Chiefs take down Jason's Dolphins. Yeah. Uh, I got a question for old Jason and his Dolphins. Yeah. All right. I shoot. got a couple too, but you go ahead. Are they, are they for real? Yeah, I think so. It's, the problem is, is they like don't... The wins losses. That's why I asked. Like... Oh, the, the, the win, six three. They, they beat like the six wins are basically just all garbage teams, and then the three losses are you know right. the cream of the crop. And yep. I'm just like, or not the cream of the crop, but the the better team. So it's just like, what is going on there? Like, and then you're scoring seventy some games, and then you're putting up like you know, like twenty four seventeen against the Pats. Like it's just it was like I don't know, just kind of weird. Well, they did get the season sweep against the Patriots, and that's yes, tough to did. do against any division rival, right? So, but I, I know exactly what you're saying. The, I would say that in my experience with the Dolphins, they were constantly that team that was that would occasionally beat a team they weren't supposed to beat, but they would lose too many games to teams that they were supposed to beat. Mm-hmm. And they would end up like eight and eight, seven and nine, just miss the playoffs or just squeak in and then get crushed by three scores in the first round of some division winner, right? They're 
the the thing I see in this team is that they're beating the teams they're supposed to beat, which is not something I'm used to. The all six of those wins, they were supposed to beat those teams, and it's like, hey, mm-hmm. <laughs> look at that. Those three losses, though, they weren't quote supposed. You could argue they weren't supposed to beat those teams, and they lost those three games, and that's concerning going forward like towards the end of the season i start to wonder like can they win a game they need to win i'm definitely concerned about that but am i concerned about this team like catching a a schneid or like or like uh losing a first round like home game in the playoffs to some seven and ten shitty playoff team no Cleveland Browns I'm not concerned about that they can be they can make sure they they make sure they win those games and that's good coaching like they beat the teams they're supposed to beat when and I mean not to say that the coaching is flawless like there's definitely like I'm starting to wonder if that offense for a like that offense for all of its explosiveness if more veteran style coaches are able to kind of pick that apart and put the players where they need to be more uh, consistently to defend against that crazy speed. Because, I mean, 21-14 losing to the Chiefs doesn't even sound bad, right? Like, oh, they lost by one score to like, one of the best teams in the league that's not a that's not a problem well yeah on its surface sure but they were down 21 to nothing at halftime nothing yeah like Mm -hmm. they did not like granted it was turnovers like they had a couple of turnovers that like almost immediately cost them so yeah yes you'll have that and when that happens shit dude i was listening on the radio and I listened to the first half and it was 21 up. I'm like, I, I just, no, no, this isn't something I can listen to. But for, so for yeah. them to like, and then I look later, I'm like, okay, they still did lose, but Hey, they stopped. They made sure the chiefs didn't get out of control. That, 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 that thing could have ran away on them so fast, but they kept that under wraps and managed to claw their way back to a respectable one score loss. Like I think that shows resilience from the team. I think they still definitely have a lot to work on, and it looks like that offensive play calling, while while that is an explosive offense, they need to kind of work on that a little bit because guys like uh, Andy Reid and his defensive coordinator are able to exploit that and shut a guy like Tyreek Hill down. I so I think yes. And a Germany game. I mean, that's always going to throw stuff off, too. Exactly. I mean, that, that can't help anybody. Exactly. So it's so I'm not super worried about it. They're winning their division. The Bills, if now, if the Bills had won and gone to six and three and we were and they're tied, I'm a little worried. But the Bills look like crap, dude. So. Who else is going to win that division? It's not the Jets and it's not the Patriots. Now the Bills are talented and they can definitely turn that ship around and make some real problems for Miami trying to get a home playoff game. But 
at at the moment it doesn't look like it and i'm okay with being six and three at this point i really am if i'm the dolphins i'm really okay with this gotcha all right if that answers your question yeah no that definitely did i because i had i was kind of wondering the same thing how your feelings were as a dolphins fan because i know because i know my team is you know hot piss garbage <laughs> so i don't need any questions asked about that but yeah. again a I six and think... three team that kind of that doesn't look quite like a six and three team just because of what's been going on. That's a good uh, good explanation. Well, so, yes. if you extrapolate that forward though, six and three through nine games, uh, double it minus one. Let's say they go. What? You look at them later, and they're eleven and six. No, <laughs> ten and seven. That's, you know, are you surprised? Are you asking the same question if they're 10 and 7? Or if they're. We'll be the, it's the same result if they're 10 and know? 7, I feel like. You know, like it'd be the same thing. Oh, I don't or, know. Sorry, 11 and 6 was actually what I meant to say. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Then, yeah. Then the, same, then the same kind of boat, you know, like, same way then. But yeah, it'd just be like, it's just like, that would be like at the end, though. I think they did 11 and 6 because they defeated the Cowboys and the Bills. You know, those last three games are going to be tough. Yeah, true. Baltimore's maybe in there or something. So like, we're going to know what they're about by the end of the season. Yeah. Yeah. So like, that's the big thing. Like those those last three games for them are going to be like, no, we need to. Win. I think they just have to win those out, unless it's just a runaway. Obviously, then they're going to just just sit the people in the Buffalo game if, if you have to. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that doesn't matter. But yeah, I'm just curious. But yeah, we can continue on then. Thanks, right. Jason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you, Jason. Um, Vikings thirty-one twenty-eight over the Falcons. It the it's the Josh Dobbs show for the rest of the year in Minnesota. Uh, Kirk Cousins tears his Achilles. Oh man, I yeah. feel so bad. I feel so bad. I don't know why. I don't. I, I mean, well, you're not. It's Kirk Cousins. To, yeah. Well, not even that. Like I, even before he was a Viking, I never never liked the guy at Michigan State. Never liked the guy in the Reds or uh, whatever the football team will call him, yep. Commanders. You know, like I just I don't know. He just rubs the wrong way, and he's kind of always got that. I don't know. And then the whole he kind of was on the same. You know, he got immunized, kind of like Aaron Rodgers. Oh, you know, so just stupid. So just stupid stuff like that too, and I'm just like, yeah, it sucks. But you've always been that mediocre quarterback, and no one's ever, <laughs> no one's ever given you a long-term deal because they don't trust you, yeah. type of thing. And it sucks that yeah, he's 35 or whatever. But you know what? Again, he's a Viking, and that's a good thing because the Vikings will sign a Kirk Cousins again after that for a couple of years. I know they will because that's yeah. the type of team they are. So he's in a good spot for that, and a good spot for us because. I'm fine playing against Kirk Cousins for a couple more years. That's fine with me. So yeah, and he's making I, his money. Totally oh, agree. He's making his, yep. his money. Yeah, he'll make it. Uh, Browns, uh, twenty-seven nothing over the Cardinals. Not, we don't have to talk about that game. Yeah. Uh, Packers, Rams. We really don't have to talk about either. No. Well, there's nothing uh, to talk about for that game. You didn't no. learn anything about either team. 
No. Uh, Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones finally had 20 carries, so that was something. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Well, well, you learned something right. we knew three years ago. Yeah. Give well, yeah. him the ball. <laughs> God. All the time. If he's not handing it off, you throw it to him. It's not that hard. I mean, you don't have to give him give him the ball forty times a game like some no. Sean Alexander shit. But, but twenty five like, would be good. Yeah. 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 Uh, anyway, going down the list, Commanders give the Patriots another loss. Uh, the Saints... yeah, who loses their job first, Ron Rivera or Bill Belichick? Ron Rivera, Bill Belichick is not being fired. I think we've talked about this. He's gonna he's gonna hang on for as long as it takes to pass down Shula, and then he's gonna retire. Did you hear those questions that reporter asked him though? This today that was pretty nerve wracking. No, I didn't, that you would, I didn't see that. that. You would never hear like a Belichick in a Belichick uh, press conference. The first one was like. Do you think ownership has considered letting you go anytime, like now or anytime the rest of the season since it's all been going? And he's just like, I'm focusing on Indy. And then the next, <laughs> and the next, and the next question We're is something a, a little bit different, but more or less like, do you think that you should still be doing this, even though having a two and seven record and how it's not been going very well? The guy kind of changed it around and then. You could just tell he kind of like answered the question. You know, he went back to just focusing on the Colts is basically what he brought it back to again. Um, but I was like, those are just weird questions you'd never think you'd ever hear at a Belichick press conference, you know? Like, well, it's kind of weird. It'd be di- See, I don't know. I don't like that because those guys aren't asking the same of a 2-7 and seven Bears head coach. They're not asking that question of a one in eight Cardinals head coach. Oh, I think they they're are getting, asking that. They're not. No, they're not. They're not though. They're not going up to. Uh, it's not Cliff Kingsbury in Arizona anymore. I forget what the guy's name. I don't is. know. I have no idea. I don't even. I can't tell you anything about Arizona anymore. The Cardinals head coach, you know, in the middle of a press conference and being like, "Hey, coach, you're one and eight. Do you think uh, front office has ever considered firing you?" They're not doing that, but they're doing it to Bill Belichick because why? Because he's been around that long, so he deserves their disrespect? No, I think it's more of what has happened is he needs to take that GM duty probably away. And, he, you know, he can coach for as long as he wants, but to take that ultimate, you know, that he doesn't need those two titles. I think he needs to stick to coaching and – I don't. I don't think any coach needs those two titles. It yeah. just doesn't work. So it's just like it's I think that's, that's what you over. need to be asking. Like, hey, would you think that you know, you know, maybe just focusing on coaching, you know, and bringing in someone else to do everything else would probably be better. You know, you're getting up in age and you're you're trying to mold these young players. I don't know. Like, I feel like that would have been a better thing than just being like, hey. You think you're gonna you last the week? Your boss wants to fire you. What yeah. the hell kind of question <laughs> yeah. is that? Oh wait, let me rephrase it. Do you think you should be fired yeah. because you're so bad? Exactly, dude. That's my point. Like, a he's Bill Belichick. The guy's that's won Boston. A handful. Yeah, you know what? It dude, is. You. Oh wow. Yeah. Boston. You're fucking right. Mm-hmm. That's exactly yeah. I'm just not used to that kind of media. Yeah, You're right. That is Boston. It's Philadelphia. Damn. It's Boston. It's yeah. just Philadelphia would say a lot more repetitively and over and over and over. And don't care who you are. Yep. Just but, answered yeah, my question. Boston, right there. like here we go. It's time to unleash the 
least a few. <laughs> All right. Uh, Bears go down to the Saints. Uh, Ravens get a big win against the Seahawks. Now, when people say big win, and you're not the first one, Paulie, to me, that's not like a big win. A big win was beating the Lions, you know? A big win beating the Seahawks. Again, they're just... They were 5-2? Yeah, but again, the the, the most mediocre 5-2 team, I would think, out there. Like, again, they're not, they're not like, they're not beating... They weren't beating every... Like, who they beat, again, is not like you're, you're beating top-tier teams either. I, I think just... They did. Beat I think the Ravens are just that. I think the Ravens are just that dominant right now. We're gonna see if people can stay healthy on that team. Like it just Watch took a the little fuck bit to out. get it rolling, and now they're just. Yep. Um, yep. Granted, I think it's... they started the season like I think their whole backfield was injured or something. Yeah, like I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. So like I said, if they can stay healthy and get more healthy or whatever's going on there. Oh my god, it's gonna be a force. Did they, they, did they get Mark Andrews back, or is he out? Yeah, he played last week. Okay, cool. This he, week. Had, he had nine, nine for 80 last oh, week. Oh, yeah, he played. Dang. <laughs> and, uh, Ben, to your point, I guess the the big win was more of the score than their opponent. Sure, but, gotcha. Um, yeah, because that's, anyway, that's a whooping. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, CJ Shroud looked fantastic. Uh, rookie record, 470 yards and five touchdowns. That <laughs> offense is starting to roll a little bit. A I little mean, bit. Te- Texans are going. <laughs> Jeez, they've been rolling all year. Well, yeah. I mean, before we were making fun of them, we didn't know who the hell's there. And now, like, Tank Dell and, like, all these guys yeah. are just coming out of woodwork. And CJ Stroud. Is looking like the best draft pick you could have had. And I, I mean, is he Demico went to a good situation. Real yes, deal? yes, he. I think he is molding that team and that young quarterback into just what we're seeing, like mm-hmm. domin domination on the offensive side. I mean, they're down in that game too. I when I remember, like, just seeing the, the ticker, and I'm like, yeah, they're probably gonna lose that. And also, like, at the end, I'm like, they won that game. <laughs> like, holy shit, that's nuts. Thirty nine points. Yeah, they were down 17 to 10 at halftime. So, that'd be over. Yeah. Uh, Colts get a victory over the 1 and 7 Panthers. Uh, Bryce Young, another three interceptions under 200 yards. I know he does not have a lot to work with, so I can't really, I don't think there's too much you can learn from Bryce Young this year. And I don't think there's the right coaching either, honestly, but that's me. I don't think Frank Wright is the right guy to have around Bryce Young to start off his career. If anything, that kid should have sat and they should have brought in like Andy Dalton or uh, Carson Wentz or something like that and be like, here, just sit and watch, you know? <laughs> like, Yeah. That whole situation, everyone's new there. It's Yeah, I feel bad for the kids. Hopefully get some more weapons and... You don't think he's maybe just too small? I don't know, man. It, it looks well, like he might be too small. Uh, again, though, um, his it offensive line is us. Uneg- untrained eye, though, His offensive you know? line is us three and two other people. <laughs> <laughs> we can just, uh, so, you know, like, 
could be that's too small. Fair. It could be I got that's sacked fair. 80 times in my first eight games. Like, <laughs> look yeah. at that record that I hold now. Yeah. You know, like, oh, I think that's man. the number one thing. He can't get anything off because he's getting destroyed. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. You can't um, expect. I mean, we've all played Madden. You can't. You can't even throw the ball if no, no you're, done. You. Yeah. you're done. <laughs> Ben's just like real life, so it makes <laughs> it's, sense. It's the exact same thing, right? Yeah. Like all of our listeners, like I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about now. Like, <laughs> can you put everything in Madden's terms from now on? <laughs> of course. All right, let's get through this quick. Uh, Raiders thirty to six over the Giants. Antonio Pierce gets his first win as interim coach. So congratulations to him. Giants are terrible this year. So mm-hmm. Daniel Jones off for the rest of the year. It just gets better and better for them. Yep. <laughs> uh, Eagles New get York a... sports. Yep, we did it. <laughs> we did nothing again. I mean, sorry. <laughs> uh, Eagles get a nice win uh, against the Cowboys, twenty-eight to twenty-three. Uh, Jalen Hurts looks good. Uh, Dak with almost 400 yards and three touchdowns, but uh, Eagles get the victory in the end. Uh, the Bengals take down the Bills. We had kind of mentioned the Bills a little bit before. The Bengals, after their slow start, are 5-0 and in their mm-hmm. last five. Well, so yeah, now that Joe Burrow's healthy. Yep. yep. He should have said mm-hmm. – I said it from the – Oh, said it from the beginning. He should have sat out that first month anyway. They would have lost all those games anyway, and he would have came back probably a week or two early, and they'd be six and four instead of five and three. Yeah. <laughs> did, you hear, did you just hear your whole conversation? How it ended there, Jason? This one game, it's it don't matter. It does this get? They just got to get in the big dance. Yeah, it's, that's funny. and the Ravens might take that division anyway, so they just gotta get in any way they can. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> uh, chart and Monday night, the Chargers claw back to four or five hundred. Uh, with, I mean, they're they're not beating Kansas City for the West, and it they it, they're gonna have a hard time making the playoffs anyway with how deep this conference is right now. So, and the Jets uh, fall back to four and four also. Jets actually having a decent season this year, but. But not really. I guess. Well, I guess. We'll how, see, I mean, horrible to not, me, but I yeah, guess. They're, they're, let's not get carried away, man. Like, I get that they're, like, outperforming their Aaron Rodgerless expectations, but. Yeah, Dude, I guess that's like, horrible. They're they're horrible. If you that watch any of that game, you're like, like that. Yeah, that the defense trash. is good. That offense is the worst offense. It looks so like, again, it sounds bad, but like Nathaniel Hathick without Aaron Rodgers, is this what his offenses look like? It's just <laughs> piss poor. I mean, he did kind of show that yeah. last year, well, so. and he's showing it this year. Oof. All right. To, uh... to next week. Uh, again, 
Jason, I'll start with you. What are one or two games that are standing out to you from this slate? Um, and again, the five teams this week are the Chiefs, the Rams, the Dolphins, and the Eagles. So make sure you check your fantasy teams because there's some – I'm sure you've got uh, someone from one of those teams on your fantasy oh, yeah. team. Probably better. If you don't, yeah. you're trash, and you're probably not checking your lineup anyway at this point. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just, just quit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, one or two games out of this week. I mean, just like first blush, just like quick scroll. The two that pop out to me, I gotta go Browns at Ravens because I just love divisional matchups. We're gonna see if the Ravens can hold off a kind of desperate Browns team, right? Like they they're five and three, yeah, but great defense things though. could go so south for that team so quickly. But yeah, we're gonna see if that defense can drag that team in, you know, into some contention. And the other one I'm looking at is that Niners and Jaguars. Like, dude, Jaguars are six and two. Yeah. He getting that record up. And Niners had, you know, well, you know, lost the last three games. A little rough. But they're yep. coming off a of bye week. Both teams actually coming off a of bye week. And we'll see. that That's going to be hot. And ah, it's the Niners traveling east. We'll see how well they travel. Jaguars. Noon, could, ga- yep, noon games. For a noon oh. game. I, mm-hmm. I'd be, you know, honestly, if I'm a, if I was a betting man, I'd be looking at what the uh, line is on uh, Jaguars there. The line, according to ESPN, is San Francisco minus three currently. Oh, I would maybe bet Jacksonville on that. That's just me. I would be thinking hmm. the same thing. That's just me. But so those are my two games right there. All ben, right. what do you uh, think? Or Paul? Ben. Whoever. <clears throat> oh, my. I was just going to pick uh, Texans Bengals just because, again, let's see what those Texans can bring. Can they come and go into mm-hmm. Cincinnati and score 39 again and mm-hmm. somehow beat the Bengals? Like, is that, like that's, that's going to be a real true test for CJ Stroud and that team. So um, I feel like that's that's one to watch for sure. And, and real quick, too, the. I, the Patriots, or sorry, the Panthers and Bears is a great one too because again, they're fighting for who gets their one or two spot, and it doesn't matter because <laughs> yeah. the Bears get it anyways. But then you know, if one wins, then the other one get you know, it's, it's, so it's beautiful. So that's just kind of poetry in motion right there. Is whoever wins the game, it doesn't really matter. It's you guys are still going to be the worst two teams in the NFL, and the Bears are going to go the Chicago Bears. So that's intriguing to me as well because it's the who gives a shit ball. What about you, Paulie? All right. Um, I, I I agree, Jason. I think the game of the week is definitely that Jaguars-Niners game. But I'm looking at this Lions-Chargers contest, and I think that could light up the scoreboard potentially. Mm-hmm. Well, if Brandon Staley can find his way yeah. out of Lane Kiffin's skin, he could maybe try to win that game. <laughs> yeah. And not fall into getting fired the next day because he, you know, he's on the chopping block every day, every week. 
I swear to God, whoever's decision it is to hire or fire me every day, he goes home from work and he's just like, honey, I swear to God, Steely's got to go. Well, I mean, he had him over for dinner. He seems so nice. Like, oh, I, no, I, one more. I did, okay, fine. And then one Staley gets home every day and he's like, I made it one more day, guys. One more day. <laughs> we get to eat one more day, boys. Mm-hmm. Yay. Yay, daddy's our hero. Daddy doesn't suck so bad, I guess. <laughs> Oh, and God. scene. <laughs> yeah, I, man, I, I, I think he's gone after this year. I don't know if they fire him mid-season if they. No, him. they don't. I, I think it's unless he just has an ultimate collapse here. Yeah, then maybe, but we'll see. I think it's too far. So this game should be a blowout, but I'm looking at this. Uh, Cowboys Giants line. Dallas is favored by 16 and a half. <laughs> yeah, but the Giants. Oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, that could be possible. It's the Giants there. We got Tyrod well, Taylor the, coming back in. What's the uh, total? Over the, under. Uh, to- or, uh, over total? under is uh, thir- 38 and a half. Wait, wait. The total's 38 and a half, and they're favored by 16 and a half. So they think it's going to be yeah. like 26 to 10, just like two scores easy. Yeah. Christ, but it might even be worse than that. It could be worse. Yeah. Dude, I, yeah, maybe take Dallas on the over on that one. Mm hmm. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Dude, the Giants are possible. so bad. Like, bad. you know what? If I could, for a quick aside, I'll make this as quick as I possibly can. Um, it's almost proving the whole running backs don't deserve money thing because Saquon Barkley's like low key having a pretty good year. And the Giants are still hot garbage. Look at the Lions when they had Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders was running for rushing records every year and they couldn't make the playoffs. They did one year. Yeah, the one and then year. he got and then he got like negative <laughs> yard, nine yards in that game mm-hmm. rushing, which is insane. Eric Kramer remembered he was a career third string quarterback. Yeah, Ugh. he re- he remembered that a lot actually, yeah. Jason. <laughs> <laughs> he showed it. He's like, watch this. So, oh, mm-hmm. like, yeah, running backs, they you can give them the ball, and they can get the stats, and you and you kind of need a good one to have a good team, but. You can't have your running back be your most important player. You simply can't win games that way. And it's kind of being proven. And that's unfortunate because I feel like running backs should get paid. But seeing the way this year is going, it doesn't. Pull that hoopla that we heard all summer about. Pay us, pay us, and we're all like, "Yeah, maybe they they probably should get paid, especially because their longevity is so short compared to everybody else's in the NFL." And then we're like, "Well, <laughs> yeah, I kind of I understand what you're saying for sure." Yeah, it it is unfortunate, but it's I mean it's a fact of the game. So, yeah. all right. Uh, anything else you guys wanted to mention before we uh, sign off for the night? 
we were pretty well covered. Yeah, I think we got everything. We covered the whole world of sports uh, globally. So that sounds great. So we will come back to you next week to talk some sports. It'll be beautiful. It'll still be November, but it'll still be beautiful. Don't check. Don't forget to check us out. <laughs> don't check. Don't forget <laughs> to check us out on walnutsportsnetwork.com. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or you just kind of want to talk to somebody, you can always hit us up on the Twitter or the X. Either one, uh, at WSN Weekly. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We love you very much. Have a good night. Talk to you later, guys. Take care, everybody.